Hello. Welcome to another edition of Spinning Singles. It's Todd. A little later this week, as I was at Baltimore Comic Con this weekend, so it's actually being done in the evening on Sunday, and it's a nice, relaxing evening. The evening before Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. And before I get started, I just want to talk about some Halloween music. And now the charts allow songs to chart that they wouldn't back then. So the three songs that usually chart for Halloween are The Monster Mash, Thriller, and Ghostbusters, and I'm expecting to see them on the charts this week, or maybe next week, if the timing is off. And they produce the new charts on uh, Tuesday. So um, just a little aside for Halloween. The songs I'm going to talk about tonight, though, were actually from August of 1981. And last week we left off... Um, the first week of August, August 1st, 81, and there were two songs that hit the Hot 100 I did not talk about. I want to start with those. And the first one is by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and it wasn't one of his bigger hits. It's called A Woman in Love. Came in at 82 and would only make it to 79, so it was not a big hit at all. It's on his uh, Backstreet label. It does have a, um, a picture sleeve, and it's from the album Hard Promises, and the picture sleeve... It's kind of hard to find because it wasn't a big hit, and the record is not that easy to find nowadays either. So I would say both of them together are about a $10.45. So that's A Woman in Love by Tom Petty. Next, the last song I want to talk about that hit the Hot 100 is an, another one of those big, big 80s songs that people think, oh, this was a huge hit. And it really wasn't. I mean, I put it in the same category as the Romantics, What I Like About You. When it first came out, this song only got to number 49. It came in at 83. And I'm talking about the group Squeeze, and the song is called Tempted. Huge, huge radio hit, and they played it throughout the 80s. But for some reason, when it first came out, only made it to 49 nationally. didn't even crack the top 40. But now it's considered a big, big hit. So it's really strange how that happens. But it was on the A&M label. That's the group Squeeze. And it had a picture sleeve. And the picture sleeve's kind of hard to find, and the record has some value because it was squeezed. I would say, like Tom Petty, it's probably about a $10 record if you can find it in good shape. So that brings us to uh, the another week in 1981, and there were actually four new songs that came in the week of the 8th, and that's um, August 8th, 1981. And the first song I'm going to talk about was actually a cover song. Originally done by Carl Carlton back in the early 70s, I believe. It's called Everlasting Love. And this was turned into a duet uh, by Rex Smith and Rachel um, Sweet. And Rex Smith had only had another one other top 40 hit back in 79. And Rachel Sweet had, had not had any. She had a couple Hot 100 ones. But the duo, duo put this together. It came in at 37. It would only go to 32, so it wasn't a huge hit did have a picture sleeve, and it shows a picture of them on the cover. And it's an okay cover. It wasn't such a bad song. Heard it every once in a while. And that's um, Everlasting Love by Rex Smith and Rachel Sweet. Next song to come in was another hit from Eddie Rabbit, and it was a big, big hit. He had just come off of his number one, I Love a Rainy Night. And this one came in at 38, up from 50. So it was a big jump that week. It's called Step by Step, and it reached number five which was great for him. Another big, big hit. And it did have a picture sleeve and it shows a picture of him on the cover and some albums by him on the back. And at the time I've said this before, 
country was crossing over big in the early 80s. Just refreshing my voice there for a second. And that's Eddie Rabbit with Step by Step. Next song to come in was a hit on its own, but they later hijacked it for a TV commercial. So you heard it a lot. And um, it's by ELO, which at the time, they just shortened Electric Light Orchestra and used ELO. It's on their label, Jet. It's called Hold On Tight. It was a big, upbeat song. Came in at 39. Would go to number 10. So it was a top 10 hit. And this was before it got put into a coffee commercial that you heard throughout the 80s. And then, of course, once it got on TV... Um, it did not rechart, but it was um, it was still popular. So a lot of people associate it with that commercial. It was from their album called Time, and that's Hold On Tight by ELO. Um, next song, or the last song to come in the top 40 that week, came in at number 40, and we'll go to number 21. It was called That Old Song, and it was by Ray Parker Jr. and Radio, and it was the last song before Ray Parker Jr. went out on his own. So it was the last song including radio in it. Kind of a mid-tempo, um, kind of a romantic ballad. It did have a picture sleeve, and it's just a purple border with him on the cover. Not a valuable or a hard record to find. And that's uh, Ray Parker Jr., that old song. And uh, for the Hot 100 that week, there were two songs that came in, and they only spent a couple weeks on the Hot 100 each. And I didn't really hear these songs till years later because... At the time, I was only concentrating on the top 40 and the countdown I heard, and I never heard these on the radio. And years later, I heard them on a station. I'm like, what are these songs? And then realized they had charted on the Hot 100. One of them was called uh, It's Just the Sun by Don McLean, and it was on the Millennial label. That was his millennium, I should say. And it came in at 85, would only go to 83. And it's kind of a mid-tempo, slow song, not a bad song by him um, at all. But he had just had a song, um, Since I Don't Have You, and Castles in the Air. And that's uh, Don McLean, It's Just the Sun. And the next song right behind it was very similar, although it was by kind of like a one-hit wonder artist. This uh, gentleman did not have any other hits on the Hot 100, as far as I know. And it's by an artist named Larry John McNally. And it was on the ARC label, which was a Columbia-associated label, same label as The Emotions and um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And the song was called Just Like Paradise. It came in at 86, and that's as high as it got for a couple weeks. And again, kind of a mid-tempo, yacht rock kind of sounding record. So that brings us to the next week in August of 1981. And there were three songs to come in that week. And the first one was another medley. Remember I said Stars on 45 started that medley craze. And this one was by the Beach Boys, and it was simply called the Beach Boys Medley. And it came in at 37 and would go to number 12. So um, it was a big, big hit for them. And it was a medley of all their summer songs, basically. Started off with good vibrations and ended up with fun, fun, fun. It was on the Capitol label. And the Beach Boys always have some value. But that was probably their biggest hit in a long time. And that was the Beach Boys Medley at number 37. Uh, next song to come in at 39 was one of my favorites of the whole summer, and it was called The Voice by the Moody Blues, and it was from that album, Long Distance Voyager. They gave us Gemini Dream, and then this one was my favorite cut by them. And um, came in at 39, we go to number 15, and it does have a picture sleeve, and it's basically a cover of the album. 
And that album was really good. It also had an album cut called Meanwhile, which was another good song off that album. And that was Moody Blues, The Voice. And you still hear that every now and then. Next song to come in in the lowest song was another one-hit wonder group called Balance. Came in at 40. We go to number 22, so it did get some airplay. It was called Breaking Away. And it's I believe the group was from New York. It was on the Portrait label, which is the same label as Cyndi Lauper and Hart. And it's kind of an upbeat song with a very distinctive drum beat to it. And that's Breaking Away by Balance at number 40. Not a particularly valuable or hard record, but fine. And it did not have a picture sleeve on that. And the only other song I'm going to talk about that hit the Hot 100 that, that week was the first solo record for Debbie Harry. And of course, she was the lead singer for Blondie. And this was off her album called Cuckoo. Interesting name. Came in at 75 and it was called Backfired. And it had her kind of signature sound to it. And it would go to number 43, so it just missed the top 40. It's on her, on her label, Chrys Chrysalis, the same one that Blondie was on. And the picture sleeve shows a triangle with a pair of eyes on the cover and kind of like a cloud on the back. Not a particularly hard record to find or a valuable record, but that's Debbie Harry and Backfired. And not something I ever heard on the radio. Don't even hear it much anymore at all. Uh, next uh, week we're going to talk about was the week of August 22nd, 1981. And um, there were only two songs to come in the top 40 that week. And one of them was by an artist who hadn't had a hit in a long, long time since the mid-70s. And all of a sudden she came back with a comeback album. I'm talking about Lulu. And she was a big 60s artist. She used to record with a group called The Lovers on, on the Parrot label. And she had some really good rockabilly, northern soul records. And then she had a huge number one hit in the 60s called To Sir With Love and had some follow-ups to that. But this song was called I Could Never Miss You. And it was on the Alpha label, and it came in at number 30, uh, 34, and it had a picture sleeve, a good at number 18, so it was modest it for her. Picture sleeve, she has her on the cover, and it's kind of hard to find. I'd say the picture sleeve is probably a 4 to $5 record, and the record itself is not very valuable, maybe 2 to $3. And that's Lulu, I Could Never Miss You. And the next song to come in was another female ballad. And this one was uh, very popular because it was a the theme to the James Bond movie that was out at the time, For Your Eyes Only. It was by Sheena Easton, very pretty ballad that opened up the scene for the movie. It came in at 35 and would go all the way to number four. So it was a pretty big hit for her. It was on the EMI, I take it back, Liberty label, which looks like EMI. And it did not have a picture sleeve. So it was a pretty big hit for her from the soundtrack. And that brings us to the last week in August of 1981. And there were six songs to come in. So this is a pretty busy week. And the first song, we haven't had a number one song come in yet. And this song was it. It was by Christopher Cross. It's called Arthur's Theme, and it was actually from a movie called Arthur that starred Dudley Moore. And I must confess, I've never seen the movie to this date. But the song was very recognizable. And it would go to number one for three weeks, came in at 31, and it jumped up pretty quickly. It has a picture sleeve, which is all black, and it just shows Christopher Cross with a little Arthur figure on the cover. Kind of a hard picture sleeve to find. 
excuse me, I'm trying to get over a cold here. My voice is not the best. So that was Arthur's scene by Christopher Cross. And I know you've heard that on the radio. Still hear it quite a bit since it was a big hit. And the next song I'm going to talk about um, was by the group Ario Speedwagon. And it was their third release off of High Infidelity on the Epic label. And this one did not have a picture sleeve. It's called In Your Letter, kind of a mid-tempo to upbeat song. Uh, and it came in at 34. We'll go to number 20. So it was a pretty decent hit for them. Not a valuable record or a hard record to find. And that's in your letter by Ario Speedwagon. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Next song I'm going to talk about uh, came in at 35, and it was by the Rolling Stones, and it was from their new album that had just been released. And it was called Tattoo You, and it was their first song called Start Me Up. Big, big hit for them. Would go to number two. Just missed number one. It did have a picture sleeve. And... Um, of course, the Stones have some value. So this record with a good picture sleeve cover, probably $10 to $15. And that Start Me Up, of course, you heard it all over the radio, still here today. Played like a number one song, which it almost was. And speaking of number ones, this next song was a follow-up to her huge number one, Kim Carnes' Betty Davis Eyes. This is called Draw of the Cards. And it was just, I thought this was just kind of an odd choice for a follow-up. And it's an odd song, really. Hardly got any airplay. The only time I really really heard it was on the countdown. It came in at 36 and would only go to 28, so it was kind of a disappointment. But it did have a picture sleeve, and it shows her pointing a finger in the middle of it and some album covers on the back. And not a particular hard record to find or a valuable one, and that's Kim Carnes' Draw of the Cards. And because to save my voice, I've only got time for maybe a couple more here. So the next song to come in was a one-hit wonder group called Silver Condor. Never heard of them. They had one hit, and this was it. Came in at 38. We go to number 32. It's called You Could Take My Heart Away. And uh, like I said, I'd never heard of these guys. They were from New York. <coughs> <coughs> It has a picture sleeve with a pair of wings on it and just a lettering on the back. The song itself is kind of hard to find, stock copy, and uh, Silver Condor. It was on Columbia, so I'd say it's about a $5 record, not one that's easily found. And the last song I'm going to talk about um, is a song, another one-hit wonder group that only cracked the top 40 and made it to 39 came in at 40 that week was Nicole by Point Blank. <clears throat> and it was on the MCA label. And the thing about this song was it got a lot of airplay in the D.C. area. So much so, I liked this song a lot. It made it to number one on my countdown. But only made it to 39 nationally. It was their only top 40 hit. The rock group Point Blank, and it's called Nicole on MCA. Did not have a picture sleeve, and the record's only about a 3 to $4 record. And that's about all I can do for this week. And we'll pick it up with um, September of 1981 next week. Thanks for listening.